episode of currently binging the podcast about all things tv and movies if you're listening for the first time welcome make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on also take a few extra seconds free to comment all greatly appreciate it so we are discussing percy jackson i know i know i'm also as surprised as you are <laughs> If you listen to, I believe it was a December episode where I said I was watching it, but I wasn't sure if I would talk about it. Well, here we are. We're going to talk about it. And this one's going to be interesting because I went into this not thinking I was going to talk about it pretty much the entire time I was watching it until literally the last episode. And I was like, I think I do want to talk about this. So I only have comprehensive notes on the final episode and then I try to just do some like general notes around my thoughts so not as many detailed notes as I would normally have um but yeah so if you're wondering why I was like oh I'll watch it but probably won't um talk about it or most likely won't talk about it is because I was like okay I feel like I may not be the target audience age-wise and especially as I was preparing for this and I looked at the actual sub summary and it was like 12 year old Percy Jackson. I was like, oh my gosh, he's even younger than I thought he was. But then I guess that makes sense because at the end of this season, his mom was like, it's time to start seventh grade. And they're like 12 years old. Oh my gosh, babies. So that's part of it, of me feeling like Oh, maybe I may be a little bit aged out because, you know, I can do, I can do the young adults, like the, the college age, cause like, duh. And then I can do the high school sometimes, but the grade school, I struggle, but I was like, okay, whatever. I actually enjoyed the show, um, more than I thought I would. So let's, let's, let's take a little step back. There will be spoilers. So yeah, if you didn't watch the show, probably shouldn't listen to this and yeah okay let's get into it so percy jackson never watched anything that was previously created (laughs) around percy jackson never read the books i was trying to see how many books there were and then i think i saw like six i saw one that had like five books and one that had six books and so then i was like okay is it six books or is it five books and then i found this link and they were like well there's like 17 books that spread out um throughout like the entire universe but I guess the original let me see what it said there are a total of 17 books in the Percy Jackson universe which are spread across three different series the original Percy Jackson and the Olympian series features six books um as of I guess this year now because this I guess it was written in 2023 which was last year with the addition of the Chalice of the Gods so none of that I don't know what any of that means. So um, then when I look at this, so there's Percy Jackson. Y'all, we're, we're all going to be very much newbies here. So if you are a Percy Jackson fan and you know all the things, this may not be the episode for you. So we have the Percy Jackson and the Olympians, a five book series, Heroes of Olympus, which is a five book series, Trials of Apollo, which is a five book series. How many, how many is that? Fifteen? So what are the other two books? I don't know. But like 17 books, that's a lot. And not, I'm again, I'm not the target audience. And this is like fantasy, mystical um, world. And not even, not just fantasy where it's like, 
I don't know how to describe it, but you all know what I mean when I'm like, you know, when you hear fantasy, you're like, oh yeah, fantasy. But it's also like a little bit of like the Greek mythology and all that stuff layered in there. And so I feel like if you're, if you're um, interested in that, then maybe that could also be why you would, you would read this type of series. But this was all, and I'm a, I'm a book reader. I've literally been reading books since I could read a book and I've never stumbled across <laughs> Percy Jackson. Even when I think about like I think they made a made a couple of movies or is it one movie? Previously, n never had any desire to watch it, which is why again I was like, mm, I don't know that I'm going to talk about this. Not only because I think I aged out, but also I don't know that I'm particularly particularly interested in it. But we watched it and it actually was enjoyable. As someone who has no idea <laughs> what happens in Percy Jackson the universe outside of what Disney was in this Disney plus series. So why did, and okay. So why did I even watch the show? I think I was on, on Instagram or something like that. And then I saw the ad come up for me. Like I knew the show was coming, but again, as I've explained, never on my radar and not something I would typically be interested in. And so I never watched the trailer, none of that stuff. And I was on Instagram cause you know, they like to get you with the ads and the trailer came across um, and it started playing and I was like, whatever. I wasn't really paying attention. Then I started to pay attention. I started over and then I watched the whole thing. I was like, oh, that seems interesting. Maybe I'll try to try to watch it and try it out. And so that's how I ended up watching it. Also, the kid, let me pull up these kids' names. Walker Scoville, Scoville or Scoville, um, I saw him in that movie with Ryan Reynolds when he plays like Ryan Reynolds' son that was on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called. Um, and I was like, oh, this this is a very talented kid. But that was like a very, because I remember when that movie came out and they were talking about how they found the kid and the kid was like, was literally like a miniature Ryan Reynolds and was giving kind of um, Deadpool. And so I was like, okay, what would he still give the same type of like character in this other thing? And so I was like, okay, let's see how he plays in this role. And then everyone, all the other kids, um, Leah Jeffries, Arian Simhadri, I'm pretty sure I butchered that. I am sorry. I have not seen them in anything, but I thought all the kids are very, very talented. Um, let me see. Glenn Turman, which is like, I've seen him in things. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda. I, I feel like he just he loves to pop up in a in a in a good little uh, preteen fantasy show. Because <laughs> as soon as he popped up, I was like, oh my gosh, this is giving his, his dark materials. Like he loves to make he loves to do a little pop up. So that was interesting. And then of course um, Lance Reddick, who is Zeus, and we and he passed last year and so the whole final episode was really um a tribute to him so let's get into this because again I don't have extensive exhaustive notes outside of episode eight and then some of my thoughts just in general so when this first started off one of the first or we're not gonna go that far back we're gonna go to when he gets to camp um because a lot of this like myth mythical fantasy stuff y'all gonna have to bear with me <laughs> because 
was like, okay. <laughs> Which is also why I'm not a big fantasy person, but it's okay. It's okay. We're going to get through it. So anyway, so <laughs> Luke was like one of the kids that he first kind of connected with when, when Percy, because I realized I haven't even talked about the actual show, Percy. So Percy has to go to this camp because he finds out that he's a demigod. He, a demigod he is a half-blood he eventually finds out not only is he a half-blood he's a forbidden um kid because his father Poseidon was banished from having children and then he ends up um getting giving Percy's mom a child and then we also know like there's when he gets to camp and he finds out who his father is he ends up in the the like what is it cabin by himself because all the kids generally stay in the house of their parent and he is the only kid claimed by Poseidon because Poseidon's last kid is is very very old and we do meet him later on in the season um but he is very very old so of course he would not be at camp but they have to be at this camp because half-bloods get chased by um all these beings are always in danger uh and once they get a certain age it turns from just the kids seeming like, okay, maybe there might be something going on. We don't know what's wrong with you. Especially if you're like, I mean, I guess your parent will know, but everybody else will probably be like, okay, what's wrong with this kid? He's always saying he's seen these things, things like that. And then it starts to become where they are, they start to get attacked. So Percy has to go to this camp. He sees his mom die. It's very, very tragic <laughs> way for this kid to find out one who he, who he really is, not even all the way who he really is, but then also that he has to go to this place that he's never um, heard of before, even though he's kind of been going to these um, boarding schools situations, but he has to go to this place that he's never heard of before, and then he also witnesses his mom get murdered at that time. It looked like she was murdered, but we find out she was murdered. I think Aries, Aries has his mom. Also, y'all got to bury me with all these names because... I'm probably going to mess somebody's name up or mix somebody up, but we're going to try to, we're going to try to stay on course. <laughs> so he meets Luke and it's kind of like, Percy, you're going to go on this quest. Otherwise, there's going to be, this, there's this prophecy that there's going to be this big uh, war between um, Zeus and Poseidon because Zeus believes that Percy stole his boat, but we kind of find out it was this big old scheme uh, with Kronos, who is the father of all of the gods, um, or Titans, or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> he's kind of like the puppet master, and he's got all these people doing these things for him, um, including, or like, before, before, before we get there. So Luke is the first person <laughs> who he becomes uh, good or like becomes friends with, and then he's like, oh, you gotta go on this quest, you gotta pick, you can only pick two people. He ends up picking Annabeth and Grover. And in the prophecy, it's like, one of your friends will betray you, and he kind of tells the other two or whatever. And I don't know if it's because I've been reading way more books than I have been by this time in the year since post, um, post, like shut down, I guess we could say, because like still kind of 
I mean, I don't know if it's still technically a pandemic, but anyway, since post-shutdown, because if you have, are a long-time listener, then you know that I'm an avid reader and I read a lot, a lot of books in a year and I kind of slowed down just because my brain was like st- still in, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people still felt very, very like not 100% themselves um, post-2020. And so it took me a little a little bit to get out of that. And so it took me a long time to get back to reading the reading the amount of content that I normally read. And so because I have been reading so much more and I typically read thrillers and mysteries, and you all know I love, I love to watch a thriller and a mystery. I love to solve things. I just have so many theories in my head. So by the time we got to this episode and he's back at the camp and uh, they're talking about Clarice and I'm like, what? what are they talking about? I'm trying to follow along. They're like, Clarice took the boat and she tried to start, she tried to start a war at the camp. I was like, what are y'all talking about? And then Lucas like, oh, I want to show you something. And I thought it was so interesting because like we see, we see Luke in the beginning, then the kids go on a quest and we don't really see anything from him. And then as soon as this episode starts, like we start to see these moments between Percy and Luke, where Luke is kind of having like these teaching moments with him being like, you know, this is how you fight and like kind of talking about like all the gods and how, um, how they are as a family, even though Percy knows some of this from his mom, but, um, kind of more philosophically trying to pull out different thoughts from him because like we see at one point Percy's like, well, why would they create all these demigods when essentially the demigod, the demigods should be more powerful than them or something along those lines but anyway and so um they're like oh because it's celebrating because you know harry harry <laughs> percy is a hero because he stopped the war in quotes because did he really but <laughs> he stopped the war and the kids are celebrating and looks like oh, i want to show you something and as like they're not even talking about anything at this moment yet like they're still in a celebratory mood and I'm just like in my head going back to the prophecy piece because usually in these things when someone says said gives you a prophecy and they're like these are the things that are going to happen usually by the time you get to the end of the thing all those things have happened and so in my mind I was like I don't think any of the I don't think Grover or Annabeth betrayed him Luke just popped up all of a sudden. We getting way more Luke than we done gotten the entire season. <laughs> and I literally wrote, this is why I do like to take notes because then I can just go back to them. Uh, is Luke the betrayer? And I was like, still said one of his friends will betray him and I've yet to see it. And so then, um, then we see Percy's like, oh, Clarice wasn't the one who stole the boat you were. And then kind of find out like he's being manipulated by Kronos and he's trying to recruit Luke uh, to work with him because he wants to bring it back to, let me see. I have so I, I feel like I wrote so many bullets around this part. Luke is, Luke is determined to help Kronos bring the golden age back. Because Kronos is like, when I ruled, it was the golden age. And I'm like, Luke, what you know about the golden age? <laughs> Y'all are like 12 and 13 years old, <laughs> which is so wild. But anyway, um, so I thought that that was interesting. So we'll see how that progresses if we get more seasons. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Let's talk about the actual kiss because you all know the thing that I love the most um, with these types of shows is when we get to see those group 
moments in that camaraderie. I mean, it was a little bit bumpy in the beginning. Annabeth was giving very much, you go do what I say do. You are not competent enough to get us through this mission. Like she was just straight up like, I, I, I am the leader of this thing. But I think that that the interesting thing about that is we do get to see her let her guard down as the quest moves on. And we see all three of them grow closer because um, Grover kind of acts as the, um, not, I guess you, you could say like the mediator where he's kind of trying to keep the peace and all that stuff because uh, he is the oldest technically. Um, he's supposed to be in his 20s, even though he looks like he's 10 as well. I mean, in real life, he's the same age. All these kids are the same age. But, um, and so he's trying to keep the peace and Annabeth is like, no, we got to do it this way. And she's all about the quest like we are going to get this quest done we're going to stay on mission we're not going to veer off all these things and then percy is stubborn he even says he's stubborn um at the end of it his father says he's he's uh stu stubborn and so he's kind of like no we're we don't necessarily need to do it the right way we will do it but it may be done <laughs> in a zigzag and not a straight line um but like clearly you can see and again didn't read the book so i have no clue but like you see their friendship develop. I don't know what happens in the books. If it like goes beyond that, if it turns into like, and then, and, and then this is the other thing. Cause it's like, these are 13 to 12, no, 12 year olds. <laughs> like, I don't know that. I mean, just, just, just cherish your friendships. But anyway, um, I don't know if it progresses more into like, they develop feelings for each other. Cause I mean, they are still, kids and humans and that's about the time where it starts or maybe it's a little bit before that I, I don't know I don't know but anyway so like at some point I'm sure in the beginning at least that's what the show is giving they may try to explore that but I I I, I, I see I, I see what they're doing again don't know if it happens in the books most likely probably does happen in the books, you all let me know if you read it and you're still listening to, listening to me. And you're, you're, if you are still listening to me, you read the books, you're probably like, oh my gosh, this girl. But it's okay. You're still here. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And I think the kind of the turning point between the friendship, especially between Annabeth and um, Percy, was when they were in St. Louis at the Arch and literally thought he died. And that's when he kind of... Um, went underwater and because he had got uh, bitten or scratched or something and so it was like killing him and he got in the water because you know his father is the god of the water and uh, was able to heal himself but he also ran into one of the one of the sea people I don't know if they have an actual official name and she was like Something along the lines, again, I didn't, I, at this point, I was not taking notes. So this is all straight from memory. And my memory is not always 100%. But something along the lines of like, know who you are, or you will know who you are, or pretty much like, use your power. Like you, I don't know, take a, you got, you, you are a strong, you are a strong person, Percy. <laughs> so use, use that power and lean on that because you you have it but anyway um something along those lines I don't know but um so that was kind of a turning point that he comes up out the water and Annabeth, and Annabeth's like oh you didn't die and like it was a very sweet 
sweet moment. And I think from there, kind of a lot of that resistance that we felt um, earlier on in the quest kind of starts to dissipate because like the, they all feel a little bit more comfortable with each other. Um, and they all had like very personal moments because y'all know I love like part of there being these friendships and these groups and things like that is like they need things to connect on. Um, like, yes, they have this quest, but like, can we go a little bit deeper? And you do get to see them all um, go a little bit deep from each of their perspectives, because at the end of the day, this is a show about kids with parental issues. <laughs> so we can see Annabelle talk about her um, mom issues, which a lot of these demigods have very, very, very real parental issues, mommy, daddy issues, a thousand percent. And so we get to see her navigate that. Of course, Percy has his daddy issues, but also he's dealing with trying to go and save his mom, who he thought was dead, who he thought he witnessed be murdered in front of him. And then also Grover, like, and seeing more about, like, who he, where he, where he comes from and, like, kind of, like, becoming a searcher and looking for, I can't remember if it was, like, his uncle or something like that. Um, when they ran into him at Medusa's house, he had been turned to stone and kind of getting to see like what his aspirations are because it seems like up to this point he has been tagging around tagging along with all these ki various kids specifically um Annabeth and then Percy I don't know like how how much of a gap between and who may have fell between those but kind of guiding these kids to um get to camp and get to a safe place to become like who they're supposed to be. So, I mean, we had some very emotional moments. And then I think the second turning point for Annabeth and um, Percy was when they went to that, like, amusement park thing. Again, I did not take notes. So, this is all from memory. And I don't remember what this place was called. But, like, they got in a little rowboat. Or was it really a rowboat? But they got in a little ride in the through the water in the tunnel. And they end up at this chair and it's essentially like if you try to take the, they're trying to get the, um, was it the helm? I think it was the helm. Again, did not take notes. So do not. <laughs> bear with me. Bear with me. Please bear with me. Um, but they essentially um, realized that like one of them used to sit there and um, Percy ends up sacrificing himself and then you see I have all these people's these actors listed here but I'm like is it am I gonna find him quick enough I don't think so but since or was it Hades and she's like essentially like you please let him go like crying like real true emotion real true like like, this is her friend. <laughs> give him back. And then you see him give, uh, let Percy go. So I think that was like the second turning point. So two big major milestones between Annabeth and Percy as far as like how their relationship um, develops. And then, of course, like the kids just bonding overall on the quest. So that was that part. What else did I want to talk about? Uh, before it was revealed that Luke was out here being a double agent. <laughs> I was like, so future season, will we see more of Luke? And will, there, will he be... Because I was like, oh, this is a, a great friend. And then he just kind of disappeared. Uh, 
and we didn't really see much of him until that final mm-hmm. episode. But then I was like, oh no! I mean, we probably are going to see him in the in the future, but not in in a way different capacity than a friend. <laughs> um, I called him asleep. I said, <laughs> I be laughing at my notes. I said more Luke. Then I said never mind. And then I called him a sleeper a sleeper assassin. So funny. Um, so yeah, so everyone's scared of Kronos coming back. Uh, and you kind of see that when, um, Poseidon shows up because Zeus is about to take Percy out. Like Percy, again, he's stubborn, but he don't know when someone is giving him the option to live. (laughs) Zeus is like, I'm giving, I'm letting you live. You should go leave, go away. And he just still running his mouth, being resistant. And Zeus is about to, was about to take him out with, with that bolt. And his father showed up, saved his life. was like, I, I surrender, uh, you won or whatever. This war that you still wanted to go ahead. And then it sounds like they were, uh, they were gonna, they were gonna call all their siblings together and talk about what they're gonna do about their daddy, but I don't know if they actually did that. Um, but we did get to see Percy finally meet his father, which we knew that that was what it, the whole season was leading up to, that he was gonna eventually um, meet him, uh, and he had a brief, a brief, tender moment. And for a kid who was just so like angry at the beginning about like who is my father, all that stuff. And then he went on this this whole adventure and kind of not only, yes, he learned who his father was, but also I feel like he learned who he was. And I think that that helped um, him not be so angry or resistant by the time his father did show up so that they could have a sane moment together and then not just be, why weren't you there? Like, you know, you're not my father. Like, it wasn't any of that. Which I appreciate it. What else did I have? His mom, she ends up coming back um, in the end. The kid, so essentially at the end, because we see Luke, he escapes through on the back doors that he's opened because he's just team Kronos 100%. Um, and a Percy is like, I'm going to go save my mom or like go and wait till my mom comes back. Grover, he gets his searcher license, so he's about to go and search. <laughs> Don't ask me who he's searching. I know he's searching for something. I still could not catch what it is that the person or whoever it is, but everybody then went out trying to search for this, and he's like, we've looked all over the land. We have yet to try the sea, and so he's going to go and search the, search the waters. <laughs> and then uh, Annabeth, she's going to spend time with her father in New York and also at Disney World. And so Percy's like, we're going to make a pact or we're going to be back here in a year. So, I mean, those are kind of like the the cliff notes of things to talk about. I didn't really talk about Clar- Clarice, but Clarice was angry, just always angry for nothing. And I, even when he first showed up at the camp and her and her, her friends or goons were trying to literally kill this boy who just showed up. And I was just like, but Why? Like, she's so angry because uh, she essentially thought that Percy was lying or about killing the beasts that have been chasing them into the camp. But he did. And so what you what you so mad for that you 
literally are trying to draw blood. Don't make sense. And she was still looking crazy and angry <laughs> when he showed back up from the quest. <laughs> like, girl, oh my gosh. But anyway, um, and then at the end we see that we have we do get a mid-credit scene and we see his stepfather, they're going him, his mom, his mom is divorcing him. He's on the phone with a lawyer. She don't change the locks. He's trying to get back in. He sees that package to Percy from the gods because he's nosy, doesn't know how to mind his own business. Of course, he opens the package and it's the Medusa head. And so he turns into stone. Uh, so yeah, so as of now, today, I'm literally recording this right after watching it. This is Tuesday. So it literally dropped the finale episode. I watched it. I walked to my computer and I pressed record. <laughs> Literals. So, um, as of that, as of this moment, because I did look, there has not been any renewal announcements. So, I'm not sure we're getting season two. I saw something on, uh, I think it was Instagram before today, where I was talking about we have to wait two years to see Percy Jackson. So, I thought it had been renewed after seeing that comment. I was like, why would you say that if it hadn't even been renewed? Um, but I guess, I mean, they would still have to film it, but two years just seems way long. And if these kids are playing 12 year olds and then it's supposed to be a year later and they come back as 13 year olds and y'all know how fast these kids grow on the screen. We're going to have that problem with Stranger Things when that final, final season or part or wherever we're at, the final piece shows up, all them kids look grown. So, <laughs> and I was watching, I don't know when they taped this. But the kids have been out promoting this, uh, the show Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and they look about five years older already. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what we're gonna do. Like they look so big, like in the show they look, oh the cute little, the cute little chubby faces, and then they're out doing press and stuff. And I'm like, no, they're, I don't know what they're gonna do. So they got to change their ages. <laughs> They're going to have to be teenagers because I don't know that they keep playing preteens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So we don't have a season two, but, uh, or a renewal announcement yet, but they have, clearly they have a lot of source material to pull from. One of the things that I also saw, just because, again, this is not my, I've never watched anything Percy Jackson. I don't know. So I was reading a lot of the comments, especially, um, around the earlier episodes just to see what the general consensus was. And a lot of people kept saying it's very, very close to the book. It's very, very close to the book. That's why I, I like it because it's close to the book. So it sounds like for the most part, they were sticking close to the source material. And some people were saying even more so than the movie or movies. Again, don't know. I, I know there's at least one movie, but I feel like there's more. I feel like there's like two that I can think of. Um, but a lot of people were saying even more so than the movie, like it's sticking way more close to the books and they really enjoy it for that. So I don't know. Y'all let me know if you watched Percy Jackson or if you even like, was it giving you this, what, what you wanted it to give? Let me know. Um, but yeah, do you want to see more seasons from this series? Did you enjoy the series overall? Let me know all of the things and I will talk to you all in the next episode.
us to end this episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Binging on Instagram and at Current Binge on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.